Tony Twitchett is executive chef of Taxi Kitchen Melbourne, esteemed as one of the city's best restaurants. Food service seems to run in Tony's family. His two older brothers are also chefs. Meals were very important when I was growing up, says Tony, in that every major event, family reunion or get-together always revolved around a big meal with everybody having a good time, celebrating with good food and good wine. Even as a high school kid, I'd always be offering to cook food at home for friends. By the time Tony moved from regional Victoria to Melbourne at 17, his brothers were already cooking in the same kitchen, so he took up a part-time job there. I was actually studying IT, but after 12 months I found I was in the kitchen more than going to uni, and my eldest brother said, why don't you make a career out of it? So I went down to the Stokehouse restaurant and started my apprenticeship under Michael Lambie, all within the first 12 months of moving to Melbourne. After a couple of years, Michael left and Tony worked with the new incumbent, Paul Rayner. I was probably there for four summers, where I completed my whole apprenticeship. Michael took a shine to me from the outset. He thought I was someone he could push hard, and coming from the country, I never shied away from hard work or direction. I come from a family where you always stand tall, which is kind of how it was in the kitchens too. You stand tall no matter how hard things get, and always strive to be better. Today I always teach apprentices and young chefs that self-discipline is the most important thing. If you don't have that, you won't be any better than the average person. You may have been taught by the best, but you need to maintain your own standards in order to shine. Over the past 21 years, I've worked with Michael for maybe 12 of them, and I still think of him as a mentor. After completing his apprenticeship, Tony travelled through Asia and Thailand, which is where his tastes evolved from classical French cuisine to incorporate Asian influences. I came back to Melbourne and worked with Teague Ezard and Rob Cunningham, who won the Chef of the Year in Beijing in 2017, and for a few years I immersed myself in Asian cuisine. Then when I decided not to follow every other chef over to London, but stay in Melbourne and forge a career here, I asked myself, now who do I want to work with? So I joined forces with Michael once again at Circa. At the time, he was wanting to get more Asian influence into the food, so he began doing that, and then we moved to Taxi Kitchen, which started up in 2004. In two weeks, I'll have been here 14 years. Michael departed Taxi in 2011, leaving the business in Tony's capable hands, and it's a responsibility he clearly relishes. We're ideally placed here in Federation Square in the heart of Melbourne, so we're a destination restaurant which has a huge influence on what we do. We incorporate lots of local produce into the menu, and I feel the food is very Melbourne. It's grounded in Melbourne techniques and training with Asian influences, so it's light and fresh, which is something I've developed over my career. We've got a dish, the, the candy pork, which has basically been on the menu since 2009. Uh, it's probably our signature entree dish, and I started with a like, very French technique where I brine the pork, for seven days and then I confit in, in, in duck fat, which is very European. But then from there, once it comes out of that and into service, it then goes very a Thai style where I actually flash fry it and then boil it in a palm sugar caramel with star anise. So then the way it comes out is very finished Asian flavour. I take local seafood from around Victoria's foreshores, chicken from Hazeldean, porterhouse and cheeses from Gippsland. All this great produce we have close by to Melbourne to create a cuisine that's enjoyed by the people of the city. Our philosophy, source local with global flavours. Basically, try and find the producer and then try and make 
that producer proud of what I do with the food, you know. So, and then tell the story to the customers. We have so many people that come to Federation Square in Melbourne, lots of tourists, but lots of locals, you know, and they love to hear, you know, a guy two hours away from Melbourne who's, you know, busting his gut producing these beautiful birds, and then they get to eat it and enjoy the story. Tony says that Taxi's head chef, Sam Fort, has also travelled extensively overseas and has a big influence on the food. The way we collaborate is very similar to how Michael and I did. We both have a lot of input. And of course there's input from the other chefs in the kitchen. We have Korean chefs, Indian chefs, French, Vietnamese and Dutch, which gives a big melting pot of ideas. And we get to experiment a lot. We also have a huge Victorian wine list, 100% Victorian except for the champagne, and that's something we're very proud of. Hard work is the order of the day at Taxi Kitchen. Tony says, we don't skimp anywhere. We're here at nine in the morning to get ready for lunch because we do a lot of stuff from scratch, but we're not fine dining fussy. And while we're able to get a little bit more relaxed and playful in our presentation, we're very serious about our technique in the kitchen. It's distinctive food that we need to be able to produce for 280 covers on a Saturday night, so it's no good making something that you can't replicate. We need to be able to be consistent. There's one thing I've learned from Michael. You have to run the kitchen as a business. Restaurants can be very creative and fun places, but ultimately they have to make money. Otherwise they disappear. So I tried to teach young chefs to have fun with the food, to be creative, but also realistic. I feel we're a cheap restaurant in Melbourne, given our price points with entrees under $20 and mains under $30. And producing for large numbers is much harder work than plating for, say, 30 meals a night. Now, Tony is passionate about the value of mentoring young apprentices and up-and-comers in the food service industry. He took part in this year's Proud to be a Chef program. He was an industry mentor alongside fellow Melbourne restaurateur Frank Kimura from Movida. I'm mates with some of the chefs on the program who said to me, Look, you've got to do this because it's a great chance to influence young chefs in a positive way. My love for this industry goes way back before TV chefs and the internet, and I want the kids to understand that if you love food and have a passion for it, you can be a great chef. It's all about imparting that message, letting them know that it's hard work, but it does get easier. No, not in the shortened hours, but mentally it comes easier as you become more accustomed to it and eventually you find your own palate, so to speak. I've got such a young team, you know, and my head chef, we've been mates since we started our apprenticeship, you know, so I've got some of my best friends in the kitchen and some beautiful kids that are, you know, young 18-year-olds are just so, so hungry for knowledge. All they want to do is learn and learn, and their hunger for knowledge makes me always excited to come to work. As a youngster, you're still discovering flavours and how they work, and you can make so many mistakes. But with experience, you can show kids where they're going wrong. You need to season at this point, not at that point. You teach them how to build sauces by layering. And you show them that you can't skip a step just to wing it because it's that step that creates the umami in that sauce. One of this year's finalists emailed me recently and asked if she could come and do a stage with me. She worked five days last week and loved it. To get her email saying that I'd love to work in your kitchen, well, that was a compliment in itself. I would never consider like going to Taxi Kitchen and being like, Chef, can I please work with you? But to meet them and be like, they're really interested in me and I could actually have the skills maybe to actually work with them. That is, oh my, a dream come true. <laughs>
Tony's focus is on taking young people and nurturing them. I try to create a week where they're only working 40 hours, he says. I'm not giving them five double shifts. And what I am doing is teaching them everything from the ground up. Trying to find young qualified chefs willing to learn can be hard, but finding youngsters who want to learn and work hard isn't difficult. You've got to be prepared to do the training at the coal phase. Now, having said that, obviously, there also has to be a balance in the kitchen. You need to have enough experienced chefs in there to maintain the consistency throughout your food. In the last 18 months, I've had kids who started on the larder, then jobs shared the hot entree section. I've had one boy about to finish his second year apprenticeship, and he's done larder, fish and hot entrees. It's a big kitchen, and we do have sections. My recruitment policy is that if they have the passion and the commitment, then I can train them. It's also a very rewarding experience to teach chefs and see them become better than you are. One young chef who worked for Taxi from 2010 to 2012 has now opened his own restaurant in Singapore and he's earned a Michelin star for his efforts. I am so proud of him. I've had two sous chefs with me for six years, chef de parties who have been here for more than four years and apprentices who have done all four years with me. There's a lot to learn, but all I want from them is to go and keep improving and maybe do something on their own. What I want is to fill the industry with more great young professionals.